1: Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsofLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that all I want you about to, to hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative Word of God, I'm glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and there you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you want to catch it, you can do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern. At which time he'll be live in that area right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button. Blow it up on whatever device you got. Look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. You can join us in the chat. Love to have you over there. Good morning, you guys who are over there. Great to see you. And while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the name of the channel. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. And then also we're on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page over there. We appreciate those guys Given us a spot also right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com is where you can sign up for our email newsletter again uh, that goes out once a day late afternoon early evening and uh, we appreciate your support also remember bradley's book and the uh, shirt soldier of the cross i didn't have that pulled up this morning sorry about that and then he also has a new book out called um all the prophets were pointing to the front i think is is there you can find that in the store sons of liberty Media.com, right at the top, there's a little menu there, right above where we're streaming live. Uh, there's a menu there. Click on the store. Just scroll down to the t-shirts in the book section, and you'll find those there. All right, now, if I sound poor this morning, it's not because I feel bad, uh, but I have had a little bit trouble sleeping um, because we're changing out the floor in our Bedroom. It takes me forever to do something. So I got right on this yesterday. Immediate problems. And uh, yeah, I I didn't have... Yeah, I put three rows of the laminate together. And the other rooms, no problem. These, it was just doing this thing. And it was driving me crazy. So anyway, I sweep up a lot of dust. If you don't know how unhealthy carpets are... <laughs> Uh man, I, I pulled up the carpet, I pulled up the padding and there was just gray dirt, like from our gravel, you know, the driveway, it was like that. And it, it's like, man, we don't even realize we vacuum. We think it's clean. This, that, and the other, It get penetrates and gets really deep down. So, uh, all of that, I've been breathing all that stuff and it's just been, yeah. So if I sound like that, I don't feel bad, I just sound like that okay and I'm assuming that's what the reason is uh this morning we've got a special guest with us. haven't had her on in I don't know a month or month and a half or so so we're gonna we're gonna be bringing back uh the comic Core diva and I even got her music queued up and everything else and got a little something special for her. uh good morning there, Lynn.
0: Hello, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I, I just, I, you know, I, I, we, we started to do this um, recording, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to press up several buttons here all at once. I haven't okay. used all this, but we, we tried to do a recording. What was it on Friday or something? And something like
0: that, yeah.
1: And everything just went and just froze. Yep. it and, did. That's and,
0: okay.
1: And I told her, I said, since she's the Common Core diva, what we would have is a little something special for you. <laughs> I think that's how some of these politicians sound when they're giving us the spiel they're giving us, aren't they?
0: Oh, absolutely. Anybody in the Common Core machine, that would absolutely be their their song of the month, so to speak. (laughs) Okay, well, we've got a lot to get to. Yes, we Uh, do. We absolutely do. So I'm going to kind of start in the middle of the resources, Tim. Let's go to that very first press release. It's August 22nd. Uh, 2023. This is from the U.S. Department of Education. And I want folks to see the not so much the headline, but it's that byline. OK, and so the byline is just under the headline and it says administration announces public private partnerships and nationwide campaign to support borrowers and promote save enrollment. Now, save stands for saving on a valuable education. Let that sink in for just a minute. We're going to save on a valuable education by incurring massive amounts of debt and then saying, oh, no, you don't have to pay it. Uh, We'll get somebody else to do it. Or we'll come up with a fancy plan where, yeah, you do have to pay it back, but then you become an indentured servant of the United States.
1: Yeah, like I said, <laughs> I mean that—that's what I hear going on, in all of this is because whatever they tell you, yeah, straight out, you can expect yeah. the exact opposite of it.
0: it. It absolutely will. Now, let me tell you that on the twelfth of—that was the uh, one press release—and we'll have that in the archives for everyone. The other uh, thing that I noticed was on the twelfth of. September, I believe I have that one. Yes, that would be the uh, one after, that would be the third one down, Tim. It says the September 12th. There we go. It tells you a hundred groups join. They'll tell you, oh yes, these were all grassroots groups as well.
1: It well also I can... got a question. I got a question about yes. some of that it, because sure. and because, only because we were talking about this on Friday, mm-hmm. do these groups get something out of it too? Why would they be jumping onto it if they're not getting something from it too? And it seems like this is this is just st- setting the stage from going to, from fascism to communism.
0: Well, absolutely is. I mean, you know, and that's the flavor of of our show today is just how communistic are we already? Because you know we've got people saying, "Oh, well, we can't be. We've never been." And you know, you've had guests on before who've blown the. Uh, patriotism uh, of America straight out of the water all the way back to, what was it, Lincoln. So, yeah, we're heading there pell-mell. And this particular mess by the United United States Department of Education, along with those groups, and what they're going to get, to answer your question, what they're going to get, first of all, recognition as a partner of the federal government. The misnomer that they're grassroots groups when, in fact, they are well-organized political Politically savvy and sometimes involved in lobbyist organizations to our legislators, both at a local, state and federal level, as well as probably somehow going to profit off of all the billions of dollars that are supposedly floating around out there to attack student debt. So let me uh, point this out about that press release, and that is it created a partnership between the federal government and other civic-minded entities. In other words, more public-private partnerships. Well, that's not really civic-minded. That's more corporate fascism. Okay, to give you just a, a taste of some of these grassroots groups, the NAACP, the National Urban League, Young Invincibles, RISE, Unidos U.S., and the Student Debt Crisis Center. None of those, Tim, none of them are grassroots. Every one of them that I just mentioned is very well organized.
1: Yeah, and that's not all of them. Lynn's just giving you guys a a few of those just for people who are on the radio. oh,
0: Oh, but let me point out, that headline said how many groups? A hundred. A hundred. Do you know that Common Core math has infected even the Department of Education? Because when I went and got the complete list of a hundred, there were only 53. So where the heck were the rest of them? How do you get 100? I tried, I don't know how many times to find. Where were the rest of the groups? It was an invitation, Tim, for your group to join. So not saying, okay, we have, uh, our goal is 100. Don't tell us the truth saying that. No, pass it off that you already have those 100 and then invite others to come along. And then when they ask, well, where are the 100 group? You give them only 53. But here we go. I'm going to read you the list so you can see just how grassroots this whole uh, blasted mess is. The Alliance of HSI Educators, the American Association of Colleges for Teachers Education, the American Association of School Personnel Administrators, the American Association of University Women, the American Council on Education, the Association of Students of the University of California, Capital Ballroom Council Incorporated, the Associate of Students of the University of California, oh, I just said that one, sorry, the Center for Black Equity, the Center for Law and Social Policy, the City of Greensboro, North Carolina, Columbus Financial Empowerment Center, Community Service Society of New York, Uh, Consumer Bankruptcy Assistance Project, the Council on Social Work Education, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated of the University of Las Vegas, Nevada, Empower the Next Generation, Financial Empowerment Network, Georgia's Stand Up Program, Haitian American Nurses Association International, the Hispanic uh, Alliance for Career Enhancement, the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulations, the Indiana University Office of Financial Wellness and Education, Instituto Del Progreso Latino, the League of Latin American Citizens, the Legal Aid Society, LA Neighborhoods Initiative, Medina County District Library, the Micah Alliance Community Development Incorporated, MiraCosta College, Mojave Community College, NASH, we also have the National Association of Social Workers, the National Association of Student Financial Aid Administrators, the National Association of Student Loan Lawyers, the National Consumer Law Center, the Pan-Hellenic Council Incorporated, New Mexico's Department of Higher Education, New York's Legal Assistance Group, Next Generation America, Next uh, Generation Chamber of Commerce Foundation, Parents for Public Schools of San Francisco, Phoenix College, Quinte's New Orleans, Student Loan Fund Incorporated, Tennessee's Higher Education Initiative, the Institute for College Access and Success, The One Accord Project, Third Way, Virginia's Double NACP Economic Justice Center, or Excuse me, Committee, Washington's Office of Student Loan Advocacy. Youngstown's Warren Black Caucus, and finally, the University of Oregon's School of Law. Now, the other groups who are supposedly uh, telling you, hey, we're not necessarily grassroots, we're we're behind this all the way and we're supporting it, the American Federation for Teachers, the National Education Association, which we know has backed everything from Common Core to the United uh, Nations to everything in between, United Way, also in the United Nations back pocket, the Society for Human Resource Management, Federal Student Aid's Fresh Start program, the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Congress and Legislative Affairs, and finally, the California Department of Financial Protection.
1: That's a lot of people to be involved in this.
0: This absolutely is. But what does this tell us? That we have legislators at state, local and federal levels. We have private groups, we have supposed grassroots groups, and we have known lobbying groups who are pestering every congressman and woman out there to get on this this bandwagon of somehow we're going to save education and we're going to save money to grow an economy when we're printing out false money. And saying, okay, go out there, create massive debt, and then don't worry about paying it back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what they do. And The lawless money stimulates everything. We've, we've done shows on these before. Oh, absolutely. And that's why we need constitutional money. It's going to hurt to change to that, but it's going to hurt worse to keep going than the route we're going. And that seems... The way these people want to continue Absolutely.
0: On. Now, most of those that I read are yep. participating with a group called Civic Nation because Civic Nation was the one that the U.S. Department of Education said, hey, we need to make a, a national campaign. We need to get all these people on board because after all, you know, fascism, communis- communism, and socialism just aren't fancy enough in America. So we're going to get a group called Civic Nation and you can put on this nationwide campaign to go out there and to snow everybody. They are a public uh, private entity and they have a group right there. There it is. There's the website and it'll tell you here, uh, you know, we're going to just wipe out all your woes by having someone else pay your debt. Well, if you remember, we did a show, Tim, it was about the Poor People's March on D.C. That'll be in uh, the archives as well. But the mantra of that one and the NAACP was one of the huge groups behind that was that, okay, nobody is going to be poor. Everybody's going to be on the same level with education and living and jobs. And that's impossible. It absolutely is impossible. But again, that's one of the misnomers of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal Number One, which is what? No poverty. And what they mean by no poverty is that everybody's going to be in the same boat. They're going to be out of luck.
1: Yep. Yep, they just want to control them.
0: So I just wanted folks to know that this is one of the things that here's the justification for all of this, because somehow – Already, the Biden-Harris administration has approved the cancellation of more than one hundred and sixteen billion dollars in student loan debt for three point four million borrowers. And the new save plan will save millions of borrowers money on monthly payments because they're going to make it income driven and they're trying to go after the low income students. Okay, and I understand that, uh, you know. There is a crisis out there, but it's a man-made crisis that we're coming at it with uh, failed uh, failed uh, regime ideas of past uh, civilizations and past uh, uh, countries who have failed miserably. And we're somehow going to think that because it's in America, it's all going to work. We're also going to sit here and say it's all the Democrats' fault. Uh-uh. Let's go back to Trump's era, okay? What did he propose? Free college for all, especially community college. He put a lot of that into work. Well, what did that do? That made a massive tax debt on we the people. Just like this is making a massive tax debt on we the people. My point is, is not to pick on political party, but to show you they're coming at it from two different angles, but it's the same thing, and it's to control us. And it's to make us a nation that is dependent on our federal government for everything.
1: Yep. And uh, you know, when we had uh, Dr. Ely on yesterday, he was mm-hmm. hitting on that issue of mind control. And well, once you start weakening the mind uh, using the vaccines and the water and stuff, you're coming along and you're promoting a message that it's easier for everybody to just latch onto that. And right. I think that I think all of this stuff. All of it's working hand in glove together, even though it seems like it's sort of compartmentalized in different places. It's all working together.
0: And that's right. And, of course, you know, we've said it before when we've done. uh, I mean, look, how many presidential elections did you and I go through? Uh, We did, what, five years of shows. So we went through, what, two administrations. One was an R, supposed to save us all. One's a D, supposed to damn us all. And guess what? We showed more junk out of what happened under Trump as we are just as much as we have under Biden. And we've got the shows to prove it. I mean, two are going to be in your archives today. One was about the Poor People's March. The other was about the shell game of massive student debt that was not under the current administration, but the former one. We've got all the press releases. We've got the links uh, to the civic nations. Now, Why I'm bringing this up is because I'm segueing over into the next section that we have, which is the uh, attitude on Capitol Hill, Tim, is that we haven't done a good enough job of teaching our children and our young people that communism's bad.
1: Oh, yeah. Bieber, Bieber, you're going to have to pay attention, close attention to this one. Because this one's going to be a mind bender. We're going yes. to teach yeah. against communism show, or at least a form of it. Right, Lynn? Not real? Just,
0: just one form. And, and something you brought up on our pre-record that didn't do so well. And you asked me a question. And this was, was this the textbook Webster's Dictionary of Communism? Or was this the rebranded, kind of softened up, yeah. warm and fuzzy yeah. definition? Uh, I'm going to let you make up your own mind when you hear this, but this is HR five three four nine, and this particular bill is called Crucial Communism Teaching Act. You see it right there on the screen, and if you're listening, it will be in the archives so that you can see it for yourselves. Okay, tells you here it's to help families. Civic or institutions, local communities, local education agencies, high schools, and state educational agencies to prepare high school students to be civically responsible and knowledgeable adults. Can we pause right there? Yes, ma'am. Under under Common Core, when have you seen in the past? However many graduating classes there have been since 2008 when this garbage was rolled out, how many of them have you seen be absolutely knowledgeable in everything, especially how politics works? <laughs> yeah. Not a whole lot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, somehow we're going to reinvent the wheel through Congress, which has no legal authority to pull off an act like this, but they're going to pretend it because, after all, that's been the status quo and that's been accepted for oh so long. They are forgetting state uh, federal statute, U.S. Code 20, Section 1232A, which is no federal agency or employee can have any jurisdiction over what happens in education all the way down to the money. But yes, mm, we've had that happen oh so many times. Let's move on though, to ensure that high school students in the United States, A, learn that communism has led to the deaths of over 100 million victims worldwide. How much you wanna bet that doesn't include the United States, Tim? B, understand the dangers of communism and similar political ideology. So we're not just going after communism here. We're now going to, if you can read between the lines, go after anything that does not support the narrative. That's right. So if you're a nonconformist, you just got... um, Put on notice here because similar political ideologies. Okay, see, understand that one point five billion people still suffer under communism. Again, that will not include the United States. I bet you dollars to donuts. Okay, let's move on. The independent entity created under Section 905B1B of the Friendship Act. Let's pause right there because people are going to go, what the heck is that? Never heard of it. Well, you know why? Because it came out in nineteen eight. Uh, excuse me, nineteen ninety three, and it stands for the Act for Reforming in Emerging, Emerging New Democracies and Support and Help for Improved Partnerships. Tim, in other words, this was done back in 1983, and you can do the math of who was the president and sit there and say, oh, we needed to bump up or beef up the friendships, the partnerships with Russia, Ukraine, and other former Soviet Union states. Title three of the Friendship Act even went so far as to involve cultural and education and other exchange programs. That. Section, section three of the 1983, uh, excuse me, 1993 Act was done back in 1961. So I want you to think about Charlotte Iserbeet's entire section on her deliberate dumbing down website that said, What Soviets in the Classroom? And it wasn't 1993 when that came out. It wasn't 1961. It was somewhere in the middle. And yet we're still using decades-old laws or supposed laws to back new garbage up like this? Now, let me go on and tell you that this independent entity is not independent at all. It is housed in the U.S. Department of the state.
1: Yeah, no unbiased there, is it?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's called the Center, excuse me, Charter for Advisory Committee for the Study of Eastern Europe and the Independent States of the Former Soviet Union. In 2023, why do we still have this?
1: Yeah, we shouldn't have it. It's not the Soviet Union anymore.
0: It. it I, well, I understand. But again, we're being played, honey. We absolutely are. And Back in April of this year, the U.S. Department of State, and that is in our resources as well, will tell you, "Oh yeah, we just upped the the charter or re upped the charter for twenty three twenty four because after all, we have to convince you somehow that one form of communism is bad, but we're going to run right slap into the middle of the other part of it."
1: Let, yeah. Let's let's do this because this was something okay. else that uh, you know when we were looking at this, this was something else I noticed because I like to see. Just to show people who keep wanting to go to these part these parties uh, that they want to, you know, get up under their umbrella, so to speak. This again, this is this is should show you that they're playing on the same team. All right, these are the co-sponsors. the The person who introduced it was uh, Representative Maria Elvira Salazar out of Florida. She's a Republican, and guess what? As you go down through here. Who are the ones supporting this bill? Every one of them is a Republican so i you say, "Well, why are you picking on the Republicans because you already know the guys on the other side are bad that our problem is Lynn is trying to convince the people who claim to be on our side. That the ones they think are on their side are not. They're war, they're you're warring not. against it and they want your consent and you're happy to give it to them because of your fear of somebody else getting in. And that's all, that's what we've, we've tried to point out over and over and over. The machinery keeps turning, doesn't matter who's getting in there. And as long as we're going to keep giving them our consent, they're going to continue, they're going to keep doing what they're doing despite the fact they don't have the authority to do it.
0: Absolutely. And in your resources, you're also going to get the full committee vote on this particular bill, and it will tell you that, oh, yeah, from 33, uh, 33 voted to support this and nine dissented. Now, what vote am I talking about? The subcommittee in the workforce and education committee, because the majority committee the of the workforce and education is held by the Democrats. So this would be all the Republicans. So thirty three Republicans said yes, we want to uh, have HR five three four nine pass. Nine said no. I would love to find out why the nine said no. Are they really being constitutionalists, or was there something that wasn't just right in okay the the snow job of of this watered-down communism. I really would like to know, but just so you know, on that committee, and I know we have folks who listen from all over, we have two representatives from Pennsylvania and Virginia, four from California, two from Georgia, Florida, Oregon, Oregon, and Connecticut, three from North Carolina, three from New York, uh, three from Indiana, one in South Carolina, one in Kentucky one in Arizona, one in Utah, one in Illinois, one in New Jersey, one in Missouri, one in Texas, one in Washington, one in Minnesota, one in New Mexico, the Marinara Islands, one, Kansas, one, Wisconsin, one, and Louisiana, one. So we'll just let that lay where it is, but I wanted to point out that this particular Independent entity is also tied to the American Association for the Advancement of Slavic Studies, and that particular group is a private group that is considered to be a world leader, but we want to advance Slavic studies. Why? Because we need to advance Communism. Now, let's go back to this particular bill, because here's what people need to understand. It's going to develop a civic education curriculum for high school students. That curriculum is already there. You just have to go to previous uh, non-Common Core aligned books, and it's right there. It's in so many resources that you can find it. We don't need to reinvent the wheel, but this is what Congress wants to do. It will include comparative discussion, Tim, of certain political ideologies, including communism and totalitarianism that conflict with the principles of freedom and democracy that are essential to the founding of the United States. Did you know that? democracy Mm -hmm. was part of the founding of our nation are you kidding me no this is one more way that congress has shifted over to the united nations way of calling us a democracy because every member state has to be a good democracy they can't be a republican survive they absolutely can't all right this bill goes on to tell you it has to be accurate relevant and accessible so as to promote understanding of such political ideologies and is compatible with a variety of courses, including social studies, government history, and economic classes. Develop oral history resources that may be used alongside the curriculum. Something called Portraits in Patriotism from diverse individuals who demonstrate civic-minded qualities and are victims of political ideologies.
1: Yes, we what want to promote the victim.
0: Yeah, what, what is that going to do? That is not going to solve the problem. Now, here's where we're going to take a little bit of a shift, okay? I want you to see that from Congress. Now, the Heritage Foundation has come out with what they believe to be the absolute go-to resource for, I kid you not, the next conservative president. Why would I be picking on the Heritage Foundation? Because they have promoted communism and Marxism and socialism behind uh, the by supporting school choice, because after all, we know that is taxation without representation. That's also a pay Uh, to succeed, which is fascist. We also know that money following the child is certainly setting them up for data enslavement their entire lives, as well as put us on a data slave chain. But Heritage is going to get out there and say, oh, yes, not for the next president. No, let's not bring this nation back to what it should be, regardless of political party. Let's go ahead and divide and say the next conservative president. Uh, This goes back to the fact that in 2021, uh, Fox News trotted out Betsy DeVos. And she got out there and she said, you know, oh, we're going to use school choice as one of the political platforms. Fast forward, you and I did a show, FreedomWorks Caucus got out there and said, you know, the GOP will stop at nothing to sway the 2024 election. And we're going to use school choice to do that. School choice, Charlotte Izzerbeek. Uh, also did this as well. And I even have her bumper stickers that are still out there that we can use, uh, would tell you it is absolute socialism. Absolutely. But yet Heritage has come out with this particular book. And one of the reasons why I wanted us to go into that book is because it will tell you, it's called Project 2025, okay? And it will tell you uh that we're going to fight Marxism. And it points out that student debt is Marxism. But then they're also going to point out to you that the way to save our nation is to what? Use school choice. Well, what does school choice do? In the long run, it creates not only more student debt, but it takes away your right to vote. How much more Marxism do you actually want? Yeah,
1: I think some people want a lot more. Uh, at least that's what they're saying. Now, are we going to look at this from any of the attachments as you've given? Cause I don't know which ones, which Abs- on the attachment.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. If you will go to hang on just a second, my dear, I sent to you, I believe it was the, uh, the download for the project 2025. It was quite a big one. Uh, that would have been your fourth attachment. It says 2020 mandates yep, on it. it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go, let's show the folks that one. Mandate for, read that please.
1: Mandate for leadership, the conservative promise.
0: Okay, what is a mandate?
1: Well, it's... It's not law. It's not law, you're exactly right.
0: It's not policy. It is a directive by those in control to lord it over we, the people. Okay, so if you want to find out about how they say that student debt is marxist if you will go to page 14 okay
1: yeah they always number their pages differently oh yes they absolutely do i believe
0: it is i do believe it is 14 tim yeah, okay we ain't even getting uh, in
1: real letters we're we're still in roman numerals here
0: okay well, I tell you what, the <laughs> easiest way to find it, then, is to go up in your in the little search engine and type in Marxist.
1: Yeah, the problem is it, it doesn't yeah. have that on here, does it? Nope. It should be
0: Control-F. If you'll do Control-F, really? you should, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Wonderful. Well, that went to the mm-hmm. wrong thing. Now I have to come back out of
0: it. <laughs> I'm sorry. We should have been more... On point with this, but yeah, no, I'm
1: back here again.
0: (laughs) Okay, so if you will hit control F while you're right there,
1: yeah, but if I do it while I'm in here, it's going to be a mess. All right, so I'm close enough here. I'm close enough. I'm on 14.
0: Okay, all right, so hang on. Let me get there as well. (laughs) I should have one way or the
1: other, we'll get there. I know
0: we'll get there, but I want you. Okay, let's before we get there, let's go back and look at how they have this taking in the reins of government. The common defense, the general welfare, and uh, number two under general welfare, Hmm. Department of Education. If you're a conservative president and you're setting out a mandate for conservatism, why would you not suggest, okay, we have umpteen dozen unconstitutional federal agencies, so let's chuck them all. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Then we have the economy, independent regulatory agencies. Then we have our acknowledgements. Then, okay, here we go. The advisory board, and there's a long list of them. And I can tell you just by looking at some of them, they are, ab. well, here we go. Freedom works. And what they say, we're going to sway the, the, the GOP, we'll stop at nothing to sway the 2024 election heritage. Mm. Uh, on my blog, I've shown you just how corrupt they really are. Uh, got lots more. Okay, so we will keep going. All right. So, it will tell you here, here are their pillars. uh, Puts one place a consensus view of how major federal agencies must be governed. Oh, creates a database. Oh, joy, like we don't have enough of that. All right. Now, it'll sit here and tell you. That their fourth, yeah, their fourth pillar is called a playbook. We are forging, forming agency teams and drafting transition plans to move out upon the president's utterance of, so help me God. Okay, it goes on to tell you who your authors are and then what I'm trying to get to with the particular mention of student debt. Let me get in here and tell you. Do, 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 do. All right. The next conservative president must this and must that. Well, you know, did they ask us or did they ask all these groups that are in here? No, I think they ask all those groups because I sure didn't get asked. All right. It will tell you here. Uh, it brings up China and how communist they are. But China's not the only communist nation out there. But yet we're going to pick on them to take the eyes off of russia and all the other former uh, soviet union companies and countries and whatever else all right here we go let's see here the united states all right this is 14. the united states remains the most innovative and upwardly mobile society in the world the government should stop trying to substitute its own preferences for those of the people well why not extend that to these groups who are thinking that they're such great think tanks All right. The promise of socialism, communism, Marxism, progressism, fascism, whatever name it chooses, is simple. The government control of the economy can ensure equal outcomes for all people. The problem is that it is never done so. There's no such thing as the government. There are just people who work for the government and wield its power and who at almost every opportunity wield it to serve themselves first and everyone a distance second. This is not a failing of our nation or a socialist party, but inherent in human nature. It goes on to tell you about communist North Korea. And then it goes on to tell you about climate activity. It goes on to tell you about all this other sort of thing that how we should actually have our next president sit here and tell you about taxes and investments. And here we go on bottom of page 15. It should promote educational opportunities outside the woke dominated system of public schools and universities, including trade schools, apprentice programs, and student loan alternatives that fund the student's dreams instead of Marxist academies. Just as important as expanding opportunities for workers and small business. Okay. How many times have we gone over and done shows, Tim, where we pointed out, first of all, that America is not a free nation? It is an incorporated business. And as such, the government absolutely does run us. Have we not pointed that out? All right, let's stop and also think about it's promoting here that we go in and make workforce-based education. Well, that's a socialist, communist, fascist as well. And who supported that one more than any other president? And that would be Trump. And just yesterday, just yesterday, it was announced that, uh, whatever the heck his name is, oh, the one who's supposed to you know, go in and root out the Department of Education. He sat there on, a, on an interview and the link was sent to me and I'll make sure that I get it to you, that what we needed to do was take part of the Department of Education and throw it where? In the Department of Labor. And who did that for us? That was Trump and Betsy DeVos where they went down to Argentina in 2018. They wanted to do that. And here we have a a, a mandate for conservatism that tells you we want to do the same bloody thing. But yet, oh, no, when the Democrats bring it up, oh, no, that's fascist, that's socialist, You can't do that. That's not going to grow the economy. Well, what it's done is it is taken academics out just like the Every Student Succeeds Act said that it would when it aligned itself to the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, which currently in Congress is being gone over with a fine tooth comb because the workforce education committees just can't get enough of skill-based education because after all it's an alternative to a four-year university and yesterday also it was announced that the American Federation for Children Betsy DeVos's front group just bought a super PAC to do what? influence every legislator in this land to promote to promote school choice in 2024's election did we call it way back when or did we call it yep
1: yep sure did and well and I'm I'm dealing with people we're dealing with people constantly over this because mm-hmm. all this is shaping up and they actually believe what they're being told in the Mockingbird media and even in the conservative media in many fronts uh, that all this is an attack on Donald Trump, all this is an attack on, but he's, he's advancing the same agenda. He's just giving you the language you want to hear for it. But when you really pull back the curtain, you see that he's working against you. And again, there, there, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you get Biden or if you get Trump, you're going to get whoever these people pulling the strings behind them are setting up. That's who you're getting. You're not yeah, because we're not voting people. for them. Yeah. We're
0: not. No, no. They are selected. They are not elected, and that has been called out by many other researchers. There's a world group, and they meet uh, outside of America before elections, and they go over the candidates and they say, "Well, who's going to be our poster idiot for for the next four years?" And that's who we get. So our illusion of voting has really become not we the people oriented. It's not we the people. It absolutely is not. It's whoever the business gurus decide. And why do you think they picked Trump? He was a failed businessman they could manipulate. Why do you think they picked Biden? Because he was a union idiot who they could easily manipulate. Why did they pick Reagan? Why did they pick Carter? Go, go look at the past 100 years, and you will see why certain people were picked. Now, have they always been picked by outside Americans? I don't know. That is not a question for me to answer. That is one for you to look at because you would need to see. We know that progressivism in America has been over 100 years. We know that Carnegie's behind it, Rockefeller's behind it, but they were not the only ones. They couldn't possibly be the only ones, but they've been the ones to influence it. Now, also in the archives, you're going to get all my articles on Marxism and fascism in education. You're going to get all the stuff that I have on the myopic messages from the Heritage Foundation. Uh, The biggest one that you want to look at will be the one we did called America Betrayed. And it will tell you here, How many times have we seen movies or read books which pose the question, what if everything you knew was based off of a lie? And how many fact-based research articles, magazines, and books have we read which totally alter what we were taught in school? And it goes on to tell you lots more about what we were taught. And it also points back to what you have said, Tim, about uh, David, uh, what is his last name? (laughs) ZU. What is yeah, that? Yeah, Zuniga. Yeah, his book about uh, Lincoln, Marx, and Darwinism, and how we've been taught that. Oh yeah, Lincoln was our our greatest emancipator, or was he our greatest enslaver?
1: Oh, and he clearly he, he clearly was. He clear yeah. he clearly was. In fact, most people most people were not ever told that uh, it's highly possible that uh, Abraham Lincoln was also a sodomite. That also came out. He had lots of. Uh, Marxist, you can get the book. Um, Lincoln's Marxist, Marxist, I think, is the mm-hmm. name of it. You can also read mm-hmm. some Thomas DiLorenzo if we had it on the show several times, and right. uh, I think he, I think you would find it much more enlightening as to why things occur, why things happen, at least in the Lincoln mm-hmm. administration, and and there around that time, if you kind of understand who he really was and not who you were indoctrinated to believe he was.
0: Absolutely. Now, in this America Betrayed article, Tim, if you will go there, I want folks to see comparing a free market economy to a a command economy, which is what communism sets up. If you would go there, please, that would be lovely. Which one? It is called America Betrayed. Okay. It'll be in in the resources, and it'll tell you, especially America betrayed. And you want to go under see the that here either. Oh my goodness, it's in there. Let's see here. Hang on, just a second. All right, dear. It'll say Marxist from my blog. You'll see heritage. Then you'll see uh, Marxist fascism, and then it'll tell you, especially, and then it gives you the oh, link okay, to America I betrayed. Yep, I got it. Yeah. So if you will go to, let's look at what is a free market economy and what's a command economy and it'll tell you here that a free market ownership is a firm that's owned by a private sector you'll see that incentives under a free market economy are profit motive acts as incentive for owners and managers prices are determined by supply and demand you'll also see that uh, incentives for firms to be efficient and cut costs You'll see that free markets are likely to lead to income and wealth inequality uh, examples would be hong kong singapore who have limited government interventions and then the problems are inequality market failure and monopoly now let's go look at a controlled or a command economy industry owned and managed by the government well guess what the usmca set that up all right government gives little incentive to be efficient and profitable That's because they're going to dole out what you will and will not do. Uh, It will control your prices. Government-owned firms have less incentives to be efficient. Government may provide more equitable distribution of resources. Well, think about all the equity that you're hearing about, and we've gone over that. Uh, Equity is not the same as equality. Uh, The examples they're giving here are Soviet Union, China until the 70s, and Cuba. And then it'll tell you your problems are inefficiency, bureaucracy, shortages, surpluses, less choice, and less freedom. Well, we're kind of there already. And then in red, I have for you how this goes over into education. Compare and consider that in America, education is owned not by the citizens, but by the federal government and private corporations, and then consider how education is bastardized to streamline job training, not for academics. And how? Because of industry-based credentialing that dictates what you learn. The Every Student Succeeds Act embedded this through the WIOA, Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, and the Higher Education Act, along with scores of other education and workforce laws. Thus, the economy works in their favor and not we the people.
1: Wow. Wow. Sneakiness. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, but we're going to go teach how communism in every other form is so bad, Tim, but we're going to just la di da da embrace that watered-down one, and we want you to be happy about it.
1: Well, and they, it's I think it's easier for, for them to lead the people who've already been dumbed down, and they do it in a way that, well, we're not really holding a gun to your head yet. And that, I think that's the thing is that people are just, these guys are patient, they're slow in rolling it out. And one day the door is going to shut and the lock's going to be on there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, and then people, there won't be any turning back from it.
0: Right. Well, let me just say this. While I may not have the power and control and money that people like Betsy DeVos has to go out and buy a super PAC to influence every legislator. I do know lots and lots of people who really want to influence their uh, local and state and federal uh, representatives in We the People way. And so the best way you can do that is to buy my uh, school choice kit sets. Now, what you'll get with that, you'll get Charlotte's Old bumper stickers, because I still have those and they're in perfect condition. And it will tell you that school choice will kill all private education. It also will give you a one sheet primer that you can give to those local representatives and state leaders and federal leaders of how toxic and the truth behind what school choice actually does and doesn't do what it's sold as and what it really really does you'll also get all kinds of online resources and I have them for suggested uh prices uh, or donations excuse me on my website if you'll go to it it's www.comacordiva.com you want to go to donate you'll see a drop down menu then you'll see info kits and when you click on info kits you will see Charlotte, with her bumper sticker on her protest poster. That's the image that you will see. There she is. And then you'll see what the bumper sticker looks like. And then you'll get a link. To say, okay, here's all you're going to get. And here's how you do it. There's a drop down menu. I can get, you know, one bumper sticker for five bucks and that'll get me all the online resources as well as the one page primer. Uh, you could go all the way up to, uh, sets of a hundred if you want, because we, the people are more than those who are, are lording over us. And if we can get messages like this out, we not only carry on Charlotte's truth, but we carry on God's truth. And we can absolutely affect what's happening, but I can't do it by myself. I have to have others come alongside me and do this. And right now, I can tell you the most traction I've gotten in getting these kits out to inform people is in Texas, where they are fighting a mammoth, mammoth battle against the corporate fascism that's going on in their state.
1: Yeah, I've seen. I've, I mean, man, Texas and embroiled in a lot of stuff. Uh, the people mm-hmm. coming across the border. I don't don't even get me started on Abbott with his little politicking and, and grandstanding to go out there and say the border patrol came down here and cut the razor wire that we the people paid and put out. Those bad border. What you should have done was either went down there and arrested them, or ran them out of your state, dude. I mean, this is not what? hard to understand. You a, a, Abbott
0: is a puppet. He is well, of course, of course. That's was, that's my point. He just, yeah, he was just named in this super pack that DeVos bought. And you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you're going to see. Yesterday, I, I did say that. I said, well, hmm, she's probably trying to buy her her job back because you know she she did. Oh, she she gave two hundred million dollars to the Trump Pence campaign, and then got what the Department of Education secretary job. I tell you if if she gets back in office, not only will I be sadly right that she's coming back, but I'll be her number one color outer <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I, again, I just I brought up Abbott because it just yeah. Bugged me to death last night with something that we put out at sunsobrietymedia and again, it goes back to that thing this this divisiveness of two parties, which John mm-hmm. Adams says was he saw it as a great evil lined up under their particular yeah. leaders. And I, I got to tell you, neither party ever puts up you know the sharpest knife in the drawer. Anyway, in fact, they don't even give you sharp knives to choose from; they they give you dull ones, and so
0: well, you know, I, I tell you, it, it's it's. Something that we've brought out on many a show about education that deals, uh, that also can connect to politics. Yep. And people will say, well, you know, you need to talk about education, not politics. Well, honey, the two are are, are interwoven. Yeah, they're interwoven. They're, we got about 30 absolutely. seconds, Lynn.
1: Okay. I'm going to give those guess, to you.
0: Okay. Uh, go to my website. You can find all the archives for uh, what we've talked about. Look for today's show. Get the word out there. And let's get those info kits into the people's hands.
1: All right. And somebody wants to know where they can find you on Twitter.
0: At Common Cordita.
1: All right. There you go. There you go. See? Immediate. You ask and you shall receive there. Uh, thank you, Lynn. As always, we You're appreciate so you. You're And uh, having the information that you give people so that they can act on it, so they can do what they need to do. And I want to tell you, the guys in the chat are right. You're only going to see the change working locally. That's where you're going to have impact. That's where the Lord's giving you a sphere of influence. Use it while you still got the opportunity to do it. Bradley, be with you at 3. See you in the morning, Lord willing, at 6. Adios.